Lord, you have been so, so faithful. All my life, you have been so, so good. Lord, we appreciate you. Lord, you are faithful forever and we are grateful, Lord. Be thou be exalted in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we worship you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Father, we give you all the praise this morning. We appreciate for all that you are doing. Thank you because of your blessing. Thank you because of your grace. Thank you because of your surplus supply. Take all the glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. And the saints say louder, hallelujah. Let's greet again. Greet five people. That's what we do here. We greet and greet and greet. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We thank God for his grace and his mercy, for his blessing, what God is doing for us. And uh, listeners all over the world, we are thanking God for his faithfulness. Even Bradiso is online in the service, is commenting. Singing the song, Great is Thy Faithfulness. God is good. He's online right now. He's following the Grace Family Network. We give God all the glory for his blessing. And we thank God for the testimony that God gave him. Surplus supply. <laughs> it's a month of supply. And we are happy that he's commenting, he's following the church, and God is blessing him. We thank God for the recovery. We thank God for everyone that has donated. And we thank God for the massive support from that family. The Lord bless them in Jesus' name. So that you don't think I'm using the church to campaign. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, shout hallelujah. Shout a powerful hallelujah. God is faithful indeed. And it's going to bless us again this morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are in a month of supply because grace means supply. The law means demand. This morning, be relaxed and be ready to take your supply. John chapter 10 verse 10. The Bible says, I have come to give life, not to rob you. John chapter 10, verse 10. That's what I started with. The thief coming not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus is saying here that, I mean, your life not to cheat you or rob you. I'm not a thief. I'm out to give. May you receive from him in Jesus' name. First Peter chapter 3 verse 9 also lay emphasis on this. First Peter chapter 3 verse 9 lay emphasis on this. Not trending evil for evil nor railing for railing but contrawise blessing knowing that you are there unto call that you should inherit a blessing. May you inherit your blessing in Jesus name. Your calling has to do with blessing. That's why we talk about blessing. And that's why this month has been declared as the month of surplus supply. The only person that loves poverty is your enemy. And at times, poverty can be embarrassing. It can be embarrassing. I said, poverty does not know grammar. That's why I was sharing with uh, the worker this morning, a lady that was pranked, she never knew, on a main road. In Nigeria, not in Ghana, not in uh, Kuwait, not in a world town so no. In Nigeria here, that will you have all your dress, including I, I, I said I told my wife, uh, we have to replay, including your pants on the main road for twenty thousand naira. Yes, some of you watch it. I think Jessica says you watch that thing. The man that was doing the prank for twenty thousand naira. As he said, we're on the road. The person says it's on the road. I will not touch you and I will not touch your dress, but on the road now for everybody to see for twenty thousand. And right on the YouTube channel, she off her trouser. Showing her pants. She was about removing her blouse when the man said, Stop. Why will you do this publicly? And she started crying. 
She started crying. She said, she's so done with poverty. She's sick. She needed 10,000. And she could not get it anywhere. And if she will remove her dress for her to get 20,000, she will do it. It was embarrassing. And somebody said, this man should stop this thing. It's actually testing the level of poverty that we have in the land. She said, that morning she has approached four people. I don't know whether she's telling the truth or lie. She says she has approached four people that reveals the 10,000. The man gave her the money and took her to the ATM and gave her extra money. That's to tell you that people can be hopelessly hopeless. Speaking, I say, but this girl is educated because her English is fluent. Fluent, she can speak very well. She looked pretty and decent. And she started coming down to nothing. On the main road, even people that want to commit fornication, they go into the house. On the main road, on that camera. I say, oh my God, what will this lady do if there is no camera and it's not on the main road? What will she do? That tell you the, the, the danger and what poverty can subject some people to. She was crying. Not once, but that one touches my heart very much. That a lady we throw her pride into the dustbin for just 20,000 naira. I know some of you still think 20,000 is big, but that's ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. Extremely ridiculous. The Lord will give you fresh supply. It will be blessing upon blessing for you. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18 also give us a clear indication that we are not meant to be poor. We should receive supply from the Lord. Blessing from the Lord. And God will give you that blessing in Jesus' name. Look at what it says. Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wet, that he may establish his covenant which is swear unto thy father as it is today. There's a covenant of blessing. Another word covenant is a promise. An agreement before you are born that God is going to bless you because of Father Abraham, because of Jesus. There's an agreement. He says, so God gives you power. He supplies the enabling environment for you to prosper. He gives you power to create wealth so you can do it. You can do it. He supplied it. Whatever you need to be great, the Lord will supply this morning. And mommy started it beautifully this morning. She has really helped me with Isaiah 55 verse 1, verse 3, verse 5. It was a beautiful foundation for me. He said, anyone that is looking for blessing, don't think you are going to use money to get blessing. He said, no. Get it for free. I love that. I love that. That's how easy to transition says it. Oh, everyone that is tasted. Come ye to the water, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Ye, come, buy one and make without money, without pride. Okay, maybe I should read from here so that you understand what I'm saying here. He say, okay, listen, all of you who are thirsty, come here for water to drink. You may not have no money, but come here and buy food to eat. Come and buy one and drink. You do not need to pay any money. It is free. And uh, he said, God is speaking to his people who are far away from him that has lived in SI so that they have nothing to buy things. God will give them his blessing. They do not have to buy his blessing. That is the retranslation. God can give you his blessing. I know you said you don't have connection. You don't have uncle. You don't have auntie. You don't have anything. You don't have background. But Jesus can be your background. He's asking you to come to him so that he can give you blessing without buying. He's not calling you to come and trade with him. No. God is asking you to come as you are so that he can raise you up without money. And we raise many of us up here in the name of Jesus. Then verse 3 now explain it. He said, say, look, look at verse 3. Come to me and listen carefully. If you accept my teaching, you will have real life. The choice is absolutely yours to be poor or to be rich. And the choice has to be 
the words of grace. Accepting the teachings of the Lord will make you great in life. The word that you choose to listen to will determine the blessing that follow you. It is not even the word, the one you follow. It is the word that the man is speaking that you follow that will determine what follow you. Because faith comes by the word that you hear. If you are hearing word of fear, word of guilt, word of condemnation, poverty and sorrow will follow you. If you are hearing about the kindness and the mercies of God and the grace of God, blessing of God will follow you. Look at what Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 27 to 28. He said, you seek me not because you have seen me, not because you have a revelation of me, not because you know me, but because you had bread and you are satisfied. He said, don't chase bread that will perish. Chase the word that will be eternal. A lot of people today, the reason why they go to church is because of the welfare system in the church. Welfare system will not support you when you are done. The only person that will make you big on your own is the word. The word of grace. It is the word that will guarantee your blessing, the supply. Every supply flows from the word. Look at what he says. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, You seek me not because you saw my miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. Verse 28. Look at verse 28. Put on verse 28. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Verse 28. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we do the work of God? He said, Choose the bread that lasts. Choose the bread that lasts. Acts chapter 20, verse 32 says, I commit to, to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to do what? To build you up and to do what? And to give you your inheritance among them that are what? That are sanctified. The word of grace will give you your blessing in Jesus' name. Look at what he says here. Look at what he says here. He says, the word of grace will make you strong. Now I ask God to keep you safe. I brought God's message to you, which tell us about how kind he is. That message, message of grace, will cause that message will cause you to be strong. As a result, God will give to you all the good things that he has for his special people. All the good things that you need, receive them in Jesus' name. You will not need more than a word of grace for you to be blessed. That's what you need. That will steal your faith. But don't reject it. Don't say, hey, the word of grace is too much. The word of grace is too much. If grace is too much, is this the word of sorrow that you want to hear? Those people that receive abundance of grace, not small grace. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. And the gift of righteousness shall do what? shall reign in life. It's when you are feeling you are tired of hearing that you need to hear more because that's where supply comes from. The word of grace should be too much around you. The kindness of God, the mercy of God, the faithfulness of God, the testimony of God, the goodness of God, the provision of God, the everything about the blessing of God. As you keep hearing it, the blessing of God will make you strong and give you every good thing that you ever need. Psalm 19 verse 7. Verse Psalm 19, verse put on Psalm 19, verse 7. Psalm 19, verse 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, confirming the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. It can make you wise. It does not matter how foolish you look or you are. Once you keep listening to the word of the Lord and the testimony of God, the Bible says it will make you wise. And you know, wisdom gives words. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. Put on 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 and Colossians 3 verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Put on verse 17. Verse 17. Quickly verse 17. Okay, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished. Furnished means that you are supplied things. Thoroughly furnished unto all good work. Prepare for good work. The word of God is profitable for learning, profitable for wisdom, profitable for reproof, profitable for correction, profitable into all things, so that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished, 
your life must be furnished with the word before the supply is made. Are you hearing me now? So don't get tired, don't get weary. Be a student of the word of grace. And take notes. And make sure you are putting it to heart. Because he said, if you accept my teaching, I will make my promises to come to pass concerning you. He said, look at David. I raised him up from nowhere. And I made him great. When you get to him, you can read Isaiah chapter 12, verse 1 to 5. He mentioned David. He said, I raised him from nowhere. And I made him great. I can make you great too. If you accept my word. Number one way to have anointing for supply is through the word of grace. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Let the word of Christ, the word of grace, dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Not kabi kabi. Kato kato kata kata. Let it dwell in you richly. Be a man that is sound in the word of grace. You are not just carrying Bible for nothing coming to church for nothing, but you are a Bible student in all wisdom. Look at what he says. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalm and in him and in spiritual song, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. When he dwells in you richly, you'll be rich outside. When the word of grace dwells in you richly, you are going to be rich outside. The devil can't stop your riches. The devil can't stop it. If he dwells in you richly, all this grace, this grace will be removed. It's so natural. You become strong. Nobody will be able to pull you down. Even your own personal dream, negative dream that you dream on your own bed cannot pull you down. Because there's nothing that can change the world. The word of God is stronger than vision, stronger than prophet, stronger than your personal dream. It will make you strong. That's what he says. Provision come to the word. Job 22 verse 22 to 25. He say, if you Lay his word upon of God upon your in your heart, you will lay up good as dust. Job 22 22, then 25. Look at what say. Start start with 22, 24 to 25. Receive, I pray thee, the love from his mouth, and lay up his word in your heart. Verse 24. Verse 24 and 25. Then shall thou lay up gold as dust. And the gold of Ophir as stone of the brook. Verse 25. Yes, the Almighty shall be thy defense, and thou shalt have plenty of money. <laughs> you see, a lot of people are making things that are not important as important. No matter how busy you are in church, number one priority is the word. Remember, Mary and Martha. Martha, you are careful about so many things. One thing is needful. The word of grace is needful. No matter how busy you are, get time to listen and to listen and to listen again and again. It will make you rich. He said, if you lay up his word in your heart, the almighty will be your defense. You are also going to have plenty of sliver like sand. God can never lie. He did it for so many people. He will do your own. Hallelujah. Number two way to have anointing for supply is by honoring the Lord. Because where there is a sin of dishonor, God cannot bless you much. And most people don't learn how to honor God or how to honor things of God. And that is causing them not to be blessed enough. Mark 6, verse 2 to 4. Jesus was teaching in the synagogue. And the Bible says, where did this man get this thing? We know his father, we know his mother. How can he be teaching all these things? And the Bible says that it's not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph, and Judah and Simon, and all his brothers are not here with us. And they were offended in him. They dishonored him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own king, and his own house. Verse 5. What then happened? And he could dare do no mighty work, save that he hid some people. Where there is a sin of dishonor in your heart, God is limited. You limit God by dishonoring God. So no matter how big you are, no matter how small you are, no matter how rich you are, no matter how poor you are, you must learn to honor God. Because if I teach about God of grace that supply all things and you keep on dishonoring God, you'll be limiting the hand of God. God cannot work for you when you dishonor him. God is not a man that is your lie. God is not a man. The, 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 the sin of dishonor is a great sin in the house. So you have to honor God. And it's not about your look. It's about respect 
for his word, respect for his men, respect for the things of God. You have it in your heart as a no-go area. Just as we always say, I am biased towards some things. I am just biased. I'm biased. I don't speak anyhow. On things of God, on men of God, I don't. That's not my area of discussion. I am just biased towards it. That is my consistency. It's my family. And nobody talk against his father outside anyhow. You don't do that. So it's a sign of honor. Look at it in Genesis chapter 27, verse 3 to 4. Isaac said to, to, to his son, he said, go out and get me food that I love so that I may bless you. You know, honor me and I will honor you back. That's what we're saying. And his mother heard and said, Jacob is you. I want you to get the blessing. Honor him with the food. And he gave Jacob the blessing. And he said, indeed he shall be blessed. When you honor God, God will indeed bless you. And the fact that you are born again does not mean you cannot disrespect God. Though. There are so many that are born again that live as stouts and vagabond in the body of Christ. They are born again, but they have no respect. I'm going to show you as I'm, as I'm, as I'm, as I'm speaking now. As I'm talking. In fact, one of the reasons why children of pastors misbehave is because their father has refused to teach them how to honor the Lord. And there are so many ways you can teach your children how to honor the Lord. So many ways. I say number one, when God performs a miracle in your life, you call your children and tell them, is the source. God is the source. If you are going to church repeatedly, maybe you are in a church where they do service every day, night every day, and your children are grumbling. Say, ah, Oh, that is too much. You sit them down and explain to them the reason why you are doing it. Look, that's what I know how to do. All this rice that you are eating. Even me, when they pay salary, I'll tell my children, it is God. Keep reminding them of what God has done so that in their heart, they will have reference for the Lord. You keep showing them the maker, the author, and the finisher. You show them how to respect God and the things of God. And it will be in their heart. They will grow to love God. Because you cannot respect anyone you hate. If your children keep seeing God as a cheat, they will eventually hate God and fight God when they grow up. And that also reminds me of the second film that I, uh, video I watched about the son of a pastor that got admission to read mercy in UI and turned to be a courtist was restricted and later joined arm robber. He said he became a full-time arm robber. Full-time. The only son have had everything going well for him until he entered UI. And he said he wanted, he wanted to talk to his father. At least maybe they could help him, but he did not have time. God punishes the devil. You must have time for your children. Time for them. So, and this time is baby. The children, the, his friends started controlling him. And he started carrying gun. And he said he was in church one day. Somebody was doing Thanksgiving, bought a bus for the church. That, that's what shocked me most. The son of a pastor went and told his gang to go and rob the man. He said it it's on the social media. And they robbed the man, they were caught. And you know, when they catch thief in Lagos, they kill immediately. He said they kill all of them. But then they recognize this is one of the person. They bind him hand and foot and carry him to church to his father. And the father said, I want you to go down. He said, I want you to go down. He released the son. He did not change you. His gang came back and killed the mother. His father died on sick bed. It was then that he now changed and repented. What you don't do now can haunt you tomorrow. What you don't do now can haunt you tomorrow. Teach your children how to honor the Lord, how to love the Lord. Be a good example to them. Be good. Don't just abandon them. And I said it can go both ways. If you are not doing what you should do, your children can become fanatics in a wrong doctrine. And they can become uncontrollable. My immediate younger sister, 
and her husband have to go to Ife to warn a pastor. They told the daughter not to come home. Just stay in Ife. Ife is your life. Ife is your calling. Even when she finished, they told her don't look for a job in one church in Ife. <laughs> say no, 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 no. There's a calling that uh, the pastor said I must do. I don't need to work. I don't need to do any other thing. They just have. They have to be born again, but she was under a very wrong doctrine. They start manipulating her. So they, she travel and her husband say, and started raining curses on the pastor. I also know Christ. Is this Christianity? That's when they push her out. And there are still so many people like that. In Ife, that's in Ife. That's in Ife now. There are still so many churches like that. Once you are just great, you just hire. Don't see your father, don't see your mother. You have been dedicated to the Lord. And their own children are not dedicated. So it's two ways. When you refuse to monitor and take care of your children, you can go both ways. They can go into armed robbery, they can go into wrong indoctrination. And before you know it, it will be difficult to get back. Very important. Teach them how to honor the Lord. Why? First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30 to 31. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30 to 31. Very instructive. God was saying in his mind here. I don't see this as an old testament. I believe it's a new testament wisdom that we should learn. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30 to 31. Because of what you have done, the Lord God of Israel said this to you. I promise your family and your ancestors that they will be my priest for all time. But the Lord says, that will not happen now. If people give honor to me, I will give honor to them. Are you listening? But some people may think that I'm worth nothing. I will give no honor to those people. He said, I will make sure People die prematurely in your family. That was God talking. He said, because you don't honor me. So this, the sin of dishonor is a great sin. You must teach your family member, your children, your family, your wife, how to honor God. You see, let's honor God. I've discovered that people that honor God, they are even afraid of sinning. People that honor God, they don't want to sin. But people that don't have honor for anybody, there is something they cannot do. Because honor is a product of respect. When you have respect for God, there is a way you behave. One little journey. You anyhow. It might be annoyed, though, we keep quiet. Watch husbands that have honor for their wives. When they are annoyed, they can keep quiet. But they won't beat. But when you see your wife as a slave, you will not only talk to her anyhow, you will talk to the parent at home. And before you know, you begin to beat. It's a sign that you lack honor. And when I was checking verses on honor, I discovered that even the Bible says men should honor their wife, not as superior, but as a weaker vessel. The way you treat an egg. Honor them as something that is weak, that you can break easily. That's what the Bible says. In another verse, fashion, it says, uh, wife, submit to your husband and honor them. But another, I also say, men should honor their wife as a weaker vessel. You can kill them without knowing. Can destroy their emotion without knowing. Honor them. And God is also demanding honor from you. That's why I say, I don't see this verse and no testament first. If you don't honor me, if you say I'm worth nothing, I will treat you as somebody that's worth nothing. Those people that honor me, I will honor. Honor can trigger a supply. That's why it's I started from the life of Jesus. In his own hometown, he could not bless them because they could not honor him. Where you refuse to honor God should not be expecting answers. Some people, they will not honor God. They will not honor anybody. And they will say, why is he God not answering my prayer? Why will he answer you? When you say he's nobody, why should God answer your prayer there? Why should he answer your prayer? We must teach ourselves uh, the, the, the virtue of honor. Isaiah 66 verse 2. Isaiah 62 verse 2 says, A man that I will look at and bless is a man that respects 
my word. Isaiah 66 verse 2. Isaiah 66 verse 2. A man that respects my word. A man. I made all these things with my own hands. That is how everything began. The Lord says, I'm pleased with people who are humble. Those people that are sorry when they do wrong things. That respect my teaching. People that respect my teachings. If, if I'm sharing something with you and you are convinced it is the word of the Lord, you say, if it's God that is talking, what turning here? If God says I should forgive, I forgive. If God says I'm wrong, I'm wrong. People that respect my teaching, I will bless them. That's what I said, 66 verse 2. Not people that have made up their mind, I've made up my mind. If we buy me by that is not Christianity. That is stubbornness. And the Bible says stubbornness is as a sin of witchcraft. And it says sovereign out a witch to live. When you are stubborn, you are a witch. That's what the Bible says. You are a witch. If you cannot be entreated by the word of God, you don't have respect for the word of God. They beg you here. They beg you there. They beg you here. You say, I've made up my mind. Which mind do you get? You must be humble. You must have respect for the word of the Lord. Is the word of God says I'm wrong? Okay, I'm wrong. I'm changing. This is the virtue of a man that enjoys supply. Jesus emphasized again in Matthew 15, Matthew 15, I think 4 to 6, he said, don't make the word of God of no effect. I have said, you will honor your father and your mother, but you are teaching another thing. Anybody can dishonor his father or his parents. Ah, he said, you make the word of God of no effect because of your tradition. No tradition can change honoring the Lord. No tradition. No tradition can change it. There is no doctrine. Even grace can't change honoring the Lord. Look at what he says here. For God commanded saying, honor thy father and thy mother and he that cursed his father or mother, let him die the dead. How does he say it? In the 20 commandment he says, Honor your father and your mother so that your day will be long in the land. Do you remember that? Jesus emphasized it. He said, you said to your member that honoring God in this area is not important. He said, you make the word of God of no effect. So, when you don't teach people how to honor God, the things of God, the word of God will have no power over their life. You must know your limits. I know you are the man of your house. But when God is involved, God is the super boss. He's the ogre at the top. Your wife should know that you have ogre. Your children should know you have ogre. That when God speaks to you, you bend. Including all the women that make up their mind on issues. Let God be the final uh, judge. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6 also talk about honor. Look at what he says here. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Put on Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. A son honoreth his father and a servant his boss. Are you listening to me? These are things that trigger supply. <laughs> I read years back. I will never forget when I read it in a book. It says, treat your boss as if he's the one that is paying your salary and he will love you for life. God bless me the day I discovered that. I said, eh, okay, no problem. I started treating my immediate boss then, the University of Liberia, as if he's the owner of Lautec. I was not seeing him as somebody that we were employed together. Ah, and he loved me. You know the benefit? I was the acting medical librarian for 18 years. They could not remove me. Couldn't remove me. He will say there is nobody like him. As I see him as the Alpha and Omega of Lautec. This is the Lautec that I know. He's the council chairman. He's the owner of Lautec. Because I'm reporting to him. And at the time I do the go the extra mile. When he's talking, I'm greeting him. I'll bring out a note and I'll be writing. I've told you here before. They'll be eating. He asked me to come and eat. I say, No, I can't eat with the owner of Lautech. I can't eat with you. Even when he asked me to pray, I will tell him, I'm not your pastor. Tell your pastor at home to pray. He's a Christian. Tell him to pray. He say, Okay, I need to respect you. I humble myself and I say, Okay, now close the door. I will now pray for him. <laughs> that was the way I show him respect. I, people don't know why, why he, he was not giving me any trouble. Never. He never gave me any, I had peace. 
Look at what he says. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? If I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of us upon you. You all know it. If you have somebody that is not honoring you, you will not even permit that person around you. Very important. So if you too want the blessing of God and supply to flow, you need honor. You need honor. You have to honor God. You have to honor things of God. And when it is in your heart, God will seize it. And when God sees it, he will reward you openly. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I will always honor you. My supply will not stop in the mighty name of Jesus. One thing that I've also emphasized here that anytime we give money or we give gifts to God, we don't give it to trade. We give it to honor the Lord, the one that has blessed us, the source of life. Even the chairs that we are talking about is a seed of honor. We are honoring God. Not because to be, you want to be blessed. You are already blessed. But you want to honor the Lord by giving. When you give anything in the house, you give it to honor God. Just like a Isaac said, give me this, I may bless you. It's not that he was not blessed. He was blessed. You are blessed already. When you give offering, you are honoring God. When you are dancing, you are honoring God. Remember, there was a time David was dancing like a small boy. And his wife, the daughter of Saul, said, why are you dancing like a small boy before small, small kids? And he said, that's the reason why God loved me and chose me instead of your father. And God also had the conversation. And something happened. Boom. Something happened. God loves people that honor him. Oh, don't say alone. Care alone. Care. <laughs> God cares. He cares. When you honor him, he will honor you. Honor him in secret. He will honor you openly. Honor him with whatever God is leading you to honor him with. Honor God. Don't talk disrespectfully about God. Even in your bedroom. Okay, let me leave that. Number three things I bring. Uh, supply is uncommon faith. Uncommon faith will bring supply. I emphasize this. Emphasize this during the three night of glory. I say uncommon faith will give you supply. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. The Bible says the gospel was preached to us as well to them. But the gospel was all mixed with faith in them that had it. And they could not enter the promised land. There was no supply of strength because there was no faith in them that had it. Look at it. For unto us was the gospel of, preach, of grace preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, nor be missed with faith in them that had it. And with many of them, God was not pleased. Why was God not pleased? Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. We have to demonstrate a little trust in him, no matter how small, that God is able to see us through. I don't know what you are going through. You need to trust him. You need to believe him. When you believe him, there will be a flow. And somebody say, I've been believing God all this while. It has not been working. My friend, Father Abraham believed God and was accounted to him for what? See how important faith is now. And he believed God not for one year old. 25 years. You know, easy. No easy. Hebrew 4.18 the Bible says, where there was no hope, Father Abraham manufactured hope. <laughs> where there was no hope at all to believe God. Look at it. Romans chapter 4, verse 18. Put it there. Romans chapter 4, verse 18. Look at what Father Abraham did. Who against hope believe in hope? Have you read that scripture? No hope. He still believes. That's actually a father. When he says somebody is a grandfather of faith, only Katoshi now. Watch it. The Bible will not stop there. That it might become. He believes so that he can become what God has said. So faith is also necessary for supply. What God has said is coming. But for you to enjoy it, you need faith. Faith will keep you alive. Faith will keep you strong to enjoy what God has said. God has said that you are going to see your children's children. You need faith to see your children's children. No? <laughs> that is the truth. You need faith to be strong. You need faith to speak positive words to yourself. You need faith to see the future and see hope. You need faith to believe that, oh, I'm going to live, I'm going to see my children. That's what it takes. It takes a lot of faith. Look at what he says. He believes in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. 
He was holding the word. Look at verse 19. We are going to 20. Verse 19. And be not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about an hundred years old. And nobody's hundred here. If a man that is hundred can be believing God, all of us, we are still young. We are baby to Father Abraham. Hundred years, God has not fulfilled his word. And Abraham will not waver. Watch it. The Bible says, no, when was our, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. That is, Dara said, no menstruation again. I've entered menopause. Final full stop. There was no hope. Father Abraham will say, yes, God can still do it. That is Father Abraham for you. He's a father of faith. And the Bible says, he was blessed. He was blessed in all things. If you want to be blessed in all things, you should also pray for common faith like Father Abraham. You should desire it. Genesis 24, verse 1. The Bible says, Father Abraham was well advanced in age, blessed in all things. This is the secret. Verse 20. Put on verse 20 now. Romans chapter 4, verse 20. The Bible says, he was constantly giving thanks to God. Constantly giving thanks to God. He was a man of uncommon faith. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. You know what unbelief does? Make you to staggered. She alone in Bosha. She alone in Bosha. She alone in Bosha. He staggered not through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. May you give glory to God all the days of your life. May you not stagger. In the place of faith in the name of Jesus. Say amen loud and clear. Maybe I read two more and we are going to go. Ruth chapter 1 verse 15. Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you. Where you go, I will go. Where you die, I will die. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Ruth had an uncommon faith in the God of Naomi. Even though things around Naomi were not pleasant as her name. But Ruth said, I will still follow you. That's uncommon faith. My friend, he want to give up. Ah, look at Ruth. Ruth was a Gentile. She was not from the tribe of Israel. She married from the tribe of Israel, Ruth. The father-in-law died. They said, no trouble. <laughs> Our brother-in-law died. They said, no problem. Her husband even died. Sister said, I will follow your God. That's uncommon faith. I've heard so much about this God that you are calling that is good. But Naomi said, there's nothing pleasant about me. He said, yes, what about the God that you have? And look at the end of roots. Far, far better than the beginning. She was in the name of Jesus. Wherever there's an uncommon faith, there's a miraculous supply. Don't give up on God because God will not give up on you. Romans chapter 4 verse 16. Maybe I read Matthew 9 and we now round up. Okay. Romans chapter 4 verse 16. The Bible says the blessing of God. Therefore it is of faith that might be by grace to the end that the promise be sure to all the seed. Not only which of the law but to that which also of faith of Abraham. Who is the father of us all? Faith Abraham is your father. Father Abraham is your father. Abraham blesses our mind. Faith of Father Abraham should also be in your heart. Faith produces blessing. Anytime somebody talks negative, say it is well. God is on the throne. God will do it. God will perfect it. God will do it. No matter how bad it is, I have said it. Let me say it again emphatically. Your best friend in church is somebody that encourages your faith. Not the person that feeds your fear. So look for somebody that will call your faith. That will say, it is well, can be a lot. Oh. It is well, maybe a prophecy. In time of crisis, it is well. God will do it. God is on the throne. God is, he may not give you money, but that faith will keep you strong to receive your miracle. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? And please, let wives also support their husband by speaking word of faith. By speaking word of faith to their husband. Even when the faith of the husband is dying, that there is nothing. Let's encourage, encourage your, your husband. Because no man can be great in life without the faith of the wife. Please, don't just look down on him and say, 
You are not doing enough. Don't say that. Tell the husband you are trying. God will do it. God will do it. Don't worry. God will answer the problem. God will say to it. God will do this. My wife knows me. When there's a problem confronting me, I don't want it to wait a minute. I want to bamboozle it, remove it immediately. My wife will tell me, be patient. God is working. God is working. God is working. God will do it. You are trying. You are trying. <laughs> To calm me down. Most people are not relaxed because they want to impress even their own family. And that can be killing. That can kill a man. Put faith in them. You are trying. I can see your struggle. God is on the throne. Don't worry. God is going to help you. You are going to have testimony. The job will click. That is the way to feed people with faith. She know when I cannot sleep, I'm praying on something. Yeah, you are praying on something. Don't worry. Don't worry. Relax. You are trying. Sleep. Sleep, baby, sleep. <laughs> we need men of faith around us to calm us down. To calm people that believe in you. They are your best friend. They are your best friend. You need faith to move forward. Because no matter how great you are, there will be time when you feel that you are done. When you feel that you are done. Or you feel that nothing is happening. But faith is what will make things to happen. It is faith that makes things to happen. Even when nothing is happening, speak faith to the man. I know you will get job. I know you will be blessed. I know you will not be empty. I know God has promised me. I know God has said it. All these words, they matter. In life, and you not be alone in Jesus' name. Okay, can I speak also to the husband? Please encourage your wife with word of faith. With word of faith, it is well. Try again, do it again. Let's encourage them so that we can produce big people among us. Because anywhere there is faith, there is supply. Don't give up. Don't say eh, I've invested in your business before. Eh, it's not bringing anything. Close the shop. Don't say that. If that is where the person is interested in doing, support the person. Sit down. Say, what's your ambition? What's your life? Don't say, there's nothing you are going to do. Two of you should sit down and help each other's faith to become great. So sit down and help each other. Feed each other people's faith. This is what I believe will work. It's a business. Keep supporting. The best way a husband can support the wife's business is that when you buy, you pay. Are you hearing me now? I, I used to tell my wife, I'm your number one customer. Whatever I buy in the minimart, I pay. I pay. Because if I don't pay, I'm killing that small business. See, I'm your number one business customer. I will pay and I will invite people to pay. So don't let us imagine that say this is my money. If it's your money and you keep taking every day, the shop will finish so it will Pafka. That means you don't have faith in the business. What you should do is that you should support the business and make sure you support the faith. Encourage the person to grow. Let's support each other in faith. Don't let us run each other down. When we run each other, my wife does not know how to keep money, it's a lie. There is nobody that does not know how to keep money. My wife doesn't know how to manage money. Oh, this one. Look, everybody loves to keep money. The only thing you need is faith. Just keep saying, I know you keep money. About to turn you keep money. Keep money. Keep speaking word of faith. And because faith collects those things that be not. As if what? You keep calling things that be not as if they were. As if they were. See the positive side and keep feeding the positive side. And before you know it, it will turn to good to supply to massive money. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Matthew chapter 9 verse 28. He said, do you believe that I'm able to do this? They say, yes, Lord. Do you believe that God can give you supply this month? Can I hear yes, Lord? God will give you massive supply in Jesus' name. Don't ever think impossibility. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him and Jesus said unto them, 
believe you that I am able to do this. He said unto him, yes, Lord. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Mark chapter 9, verse, there are a lot of verses on faith. Maybe I should just round up. There are a lot of verses on faith, but maybe I should read this. Mark 9, 23. Put on Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said, and when he was come into the house, this is Matthew, Mark, Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Quickly, quickly, and let's round up. Mark chapter 9, verse 23 says, Jesus said unto him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. All these things I've mentioned, they help each other. The word of God helps faith. All on in the Lord helps faith. Faith and encouragement among brethren also help faith. There are a lot of things that help faith. Testimony help faith. The word that they speak to you help faith. So you start with the word of grace. Word of kindness. Testimony about the goodness of the Lord. You move to respect for the things of the Lord. They have faith. You can't have faith in somebody you don't respect. The number three is uncommon faith. God can do it. And God will do it for all of us this month in Jesus' name. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Raise your two hands to the Lord and say, God, I need supply this month. Massive supply from the throne of grace. You are God of all grace. God of supply. Let there be supply for me. As I begin to listen to your word of grace, let the word supply my miracle, supply my blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I receive it without money. Lord, I receive it without stress. Ideas that will profit me, blessing that will change my life. Lord, I receive it, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. God is able to take care of you. He's able to make all grace abound towards you. God is able to provide for all your need. God is able to answer your prayer. God is able to do what you think he cannot do. Unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we pray for or ask, according to the power that works in us. Raise your answer and say, Lord, let there be supply from the throne of grace. Supply upon supply. Blessing upon blessing. Let it come upon me this month. Let's be, let this month be a month of surplus supply. More than enough grace. More than enough supply. In the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that I will need, Lord, supply it for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, let my life be full of your blessing. Let it be blessing upon blessing. Glory upon glory. Favor upon favor. Supply upon supply. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let it come my way. In the name of Jesus. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Lord, help me to always honor you. In the name of Jesus. As you are making me great, Lord, I receive grace to honor you. I will never disrespect you or dishonor you. I know I'm going to great places. You are taking me higher, higher. I know I'm increasing in weight. I'm increasing in name. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, give me grace to honor you. And to honor you in the mighty name of Jesus. I will always honor your word. Respect your teaching. Respect your institution. Respect your house. Lord, I receive grace to honor you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I will not commit the sin of dishonor. In the name of Jesus. Grace to honor you all the time. Lord, I receive it. There are some people that talk about God lightly. God say, if you say, I'm worth nothing. I will also make you worthless. Lord, I receive grace to honor you in the mighty name of Jesus. In whatever I do, I will honor you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Apostle Paul says we should covet the best gift. One of the gifts that you need is the gift of uncommon faith. Even when things may not look the way it should look, when you have faith, things get better. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I ask for the gift of faith. Gift of uncommon faith. Lord, give it to me in Jesus' name. Let's pray that prayer as we are rounding up. There are some people that never trust God for anything. They couldn't even trust God for their life. They can't give their life to Christ. They can't give their money to church. They, they say, I don't trust anybody. Lord, I receive the gift of uncommon faith. I receive the gift of uncommon faith. The faith of Father Abraham. The faith that does not waver. Lord, I receive the gift of faith. This morning... Without faith, you can't perform miracles. Without faith, you'll be limited in life. Go ahead and say, Lord, I receive faith. Faith to trust you for supply. Lord, I receive it 
I receive faith, Lord. I receive faith, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead and begin to receive and receive and receive and receive. Uncommon faith. Uncommon faith that brings surplus supply. Lord, I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive it, Lord. I receive it, Lord. I receive uncommon faith as a gift. This month, in the name of Jesus, I will not run anybody down. The gift of faith will inspire others through me. In the name of Jesus, the gift of uncommon faith. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Okay, with faith, let's raise our hands to heaven like a priest. And prophesy, it is well over my family. It is well over my children. No evil will befall anybody. In the, are you praying for them at all? Do you have faith God is able to keep to the uttermost? I cover this church member with the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let's pray like a priest with faith. This week is blessed. As we are moving to election in also state, Lord, we decree peace. In the name of Jesus, Johnny mercy for our family member. Know if we before them, we receive good news, supply, grace, favor. This one, go ahead and pray for your children. Pray for them. They will choose well. They will live well. They will be obedient. My children will not be vagabond. They will love the Lord genuinely. They will be in the service of God. They will not cause me sorrow. They will make me happy. My children will fear the Lord and they will love the Lord genuinely from their heart. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray and pray like a priest and say, Lord, my journey, Lord, is marked with favor. Grace surround me. Protection surround me. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The Bible says, Father Abraham received the word and he started giving thanks. Now raise your hands to heaven and thank God for what God will do this month. By faith, begin to thank him. Thanksgiving may be the highest form of faith. At times, it can be the highest form of faith. So go ahead and thank him. Maybe what God needs from you is to thank him for the month of July. Thank him for year 2022. Thank him for what God has done. Thank him for what he has promised. Thank you for what you can see. Thank you for what you cannot see physically. Let's thank him and bless his name and worship him and bless his name. Everywhere, listeners all over the world, go ahead and thank God for your life. Thank God for how God has answered your prayer. Thank him in advance and bless him. No matter how big your budget is, go ahead and begin to appreciate him and thank him and thank him and thank him. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lord, let there be supply. Joy, supply. Favor, supply. Connection, supply. Idea, supply. Human help, supply. Lord, don't let any of your children lack any good thing. Because they put their trust in you. Lord, we decree that this season is good for us. The second half of the year will be better than the first. In the mighty name of Jesus, it shall be testimony galore. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we have prayed. And the church said the loudest, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are happy, shout Hallelujah. God will make all grace work for you. You will not be disappointed. You will not be disgraced. You will have testimony. And you will be happy. The second hour of this year will be better than the first. You will come on with testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah.